0: Sound
1: a rap at the door my young son Gabriel walks in My wife said no, Gabriel will leave. I said no. Let the boy watch. Let the boy watch.
2: He
1: needs to learn the way I learn. Welcome back to Let the Boys Watch, an entertainment podcast brought to you by Going Great Productions. Today, we'll be talking about the 1997 film The Fifth Element. By yes. Luke Basson.
2: That's correct.
1: A sci-fi thriller, chiller, maybe in Manila. I don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, alongside me is one of our co-hosts, cousin, last name redacted,
0: MultiPass.
1: <laughs> cousin Benny, how you been? Good, baby. How are you? good thank you and alongside us is the fifth element to this podcast our co-host and
2: good friend Ryan thanks Robbie and I'd just like to say one thing to you
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: yeah this is let the boys watch uh like Robbie said an entertainment podcast and we are talking about the fifth element one of my favorite all-time movies Benny and Robbie both have not seen it. So I'm very excited to hear what they thought about it. I was a little scared going in, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Before we get into anything, I just want to tell you all, please follow us, rate us, review us, send us an email. We got one today, which I'm very excited to read. But send us an email at, uh, wait, ltbw podcast at gmail.com and follow us on instagram at let the boys watch pod right nailed it Uh, nailed it they'll be in the show notes as always so you have no excuses do those things for us please we love it so fifth element leading up to this what did you guys think Did did you have any thoughts whatsoever? Did you think it was going to be something you might like, something you might dislike? What? Uh, Rob, you want to kick us off? Sure. I mean, as you know, I think everybody knows,
1: that I am not a big sci-fi guy. Um, I've never seen any Star Wars movies. Um, Wow. Yeah. I don't really delve into the sci-fi world. So immediately my, you know, first past that i thought i was gonna hate it i didn't think i was gonna like it um knowing me i get very bored easily with movies but yeah i definitely didn't think i was gonna like it i went in uh with an open mind because that's what this podcast is about (laughs) open-mindedness um and i was uh ps pleasantly surprised by this by this movie i thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed it i went into it with a open mind as to Hey, this is 1997. This isn't 2020s, you know, CGI and animation or things like that. So I knew it was gonna be, you know, not up to date before that time period. I feel like the anime the uh the CGI or whatever, or the uh whatever I'm fucking. Special effects. Special effects was pretty top notch. Um as far as like what I thought the movie was about going into without knowing anything, I just thought it was about, you know, just a couple of people trying to save a save a planet. Um, From utter destruction.
3: Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of had kind of similar feelings about it. Um, I'm very hit or miss with my sci-fi. Like, I kind of like Star Wars. I don't necessarily like Star Trek. Um, I can get taken out of this stuff very easily. So... I, you know, I I went in after resisting watching it for so long. You know, there's a couple other people in my life that really love this movie. Um, not necessarily huge Bruce Willis guy. Um, what? Yeah, I don't know. I never, look, I'm never i going to surprise you. I never saw Die Hard. Um, uh, I'm not surprised, <laughs> but I'm <yeah. laughs> still upset. So, um, yeah, I kind of thought it was just going to be about, you know, this fifth element, you know, obviously the name of the movie, but that... They needed to find to save you know whatever a galaxy uh the universe um and i just thought it was going to be kind of bland and you know just michael bay-esque with a lot of explosions and you know all the special effects of the day trying to carry the day um you know like i said last week i enjoy the quote-unquote homework of this and and going outside of my comfort zone to watch something I don't think i necessarily would have so when it came to that i was open-minded um you know i guess we'll get do you want to get into the reactions of what i ended up thinking about it or do you want to just yeah. keep it as i mean um
2: robbie kind of like went into it a little bit so yeah why don't you go and then robbie can add what he thought
3: yes yeah, so all right so i was i'll agree with robbie i was pleasantly surprised um it took me about 20 minutes to be sold on it i kept not that I was going to bail, but the first few scenes, I was like, uh, <laughs> this is rough. This is, I, you know, I don't know how this thing recovers. Um, and it was the scene, the first full scene we got with Gary Oldman that like, I feel like jumpstarted the movie and it like, then I was in after that. Um, I don't think any surprise. Me and Robbie both have said how much we like Gary Oldman. So um, that to me was what ended up hooking me what well, did i think it was the best story in the world eh, you know whatever but you know there was a lot of arts comedy wise and you know i thought the fight scenes were really cool um and overall it just made it an enjoyable experience for me
2: robbie anything you want to add uh, overall impressions wise yeah
1: like i i'm with benny um i do like bruce willis but i think bruce willis has you know zero range i think bruce willis is just <laughs> bruce wilson every single movie you know whether it's die hard or this one or uh pulp fiction um he had a little range in uh look who's talking you know now look <laughs> who's talking he had a little range there so uh but yeah it took me a bit i mean luke perry as handsome as he is rest in peace completely bored me off the fucking screen in the first five minutes of the thing him <laughs> him like holding the gun and like free like
3: luke <laughs> Go back to to Brendan
1: hanging out And on the 2 buddy We don't want you in this movie
3: I mean the fact that he was so like I don't want to say prominently In the credits He was in the movie for like 17 seconds
2: Yeah
1: Yeah I thought he had had like a major major part in the movie Um, And he just fumbled with the gun for about 5 minutes But yeah Like I said I love Gary Oldman Uh, I love you know When he plays a character like this I don't know if anybody's seen True Romance But I love his character in True Romance
2: Obviously yeah,
1: so. Obviously and, not. Uh, Have you seen it, Benny?
3: No, obviously not. Obviously not, yeah.
1: No, and I, you know, I love the Gary Oldman and Batman and things like that. So I was happy to see Gary Oldman. I think that part was, you know, curtailed for him. Uh, I think he's like one of the few people that could have, could have played this part. And it wasn't like something corny or he, it, he made it believable, no matter what he was wearing with that fantastic, you know, half hair, hair shield that <laughs> I'm thinking about wearing to work nowadays but yeah i i i liked it i thought it was great um like i agree with benny was the greatest storyline of all time no did that storyline feel a little little fumbled and rushed probably but it was entertaining and and the reason we do this podcast is to watch movies we haven't seen and i'm thankful for that because i would have never watched it so i'm happy that these past two movies that we watched was were kind of uh enjoyable and entertaining
2: nice um what do you think about uh a little plum scale from both of you guys.
3: Uh yeah, I could do that. But do you want to maybe give us your like what made you love it so much and why it's one of sure. your favorites, and then we'll get into that? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'll be honest, nostalgia plays a huge
2: role in my love of this movie. you know, when this came out, I was still a teenager. Um, I saw it and of course immediately loved it. I remember one of my friends, good like close friends, um, dyeing his hair like blonde like to be like corbin dallas yeah <laughs> um my siblings both fucking love it my nephew's name is corbin really so, yeah Spelled oh, the same way of
3: course wow
2: yeah spelled it differently but but still i mean we it's just one of those movies that we all loved um and it you know it has a lot of connections uh to that for me so you know every time i watch it 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 makes me feel good now when i wa- rewatched it this weekend in preparation for this i got that same feeling a little bit where i was like Ooh, i hope they like this like because yeah. looking at it like from a fresh set of eyes there's there's definitely uh a couple of um you know cracks in the veneer a little bit the you know the storyline is a little rushed like it's kind of like slow 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 last 15 minutes hyperdrive yeah um but overall it's one of my favorite like standalone sci-fi movies i absolutely love chris tucker in this in this part i love gary oldman bruce willis you're right he is bruce willis but i still love him and you know mila jovovich is awesome as well pretty much everyone except luke perry is fantastically cast
3: (laughs) i think she was like the the surprise for me mila jovovich like i you know i said it to robbie uh, at the barbecue on Father's Day. I was like, not a Mila Jovovich guy. Um, right. And, you know, while she didn't have obviously a ton of lines, I ended up enjoying her character. I thought, you know, what she did with the, the part was really good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fun fact about the language that she spoke was invented by Luc Besson and has about 400 words. And both him and uh Milo Jovovich would converse in it um, to practice. Wow. That's why they eventually got married. (laughs) Oh, they did? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So more fun facts. The Plava Laguna, the diva, uh, was Luc Besson's current wife at the time of filming. But they divorced and he married Mila Jovovich. They were married for about two years and they got divorced. So shocking. Yeah. Shocker. (laughs) A a Frenchman married a young, attractive woman. Shocking.
3: (laughs) Very shocking. And this, too, is our second movie in a row we've done that is written and directed by the same person. Oh,
2: yeah. Wow. Look at that. Love it. that. And Luc Besson, just for a little background on him, obviously French, but he's made a number of good movies. Uh, Transporter is him. uh, Taken is him. Um, He did that movie Lucy, which was okay. Um, I think personally, I think this is his best movie. Leon the Professional, very good movie by him. Uh, but i i think this is his best um so i'm glad you guys are able to watch it so bro Ryan i thought you were going to tell me that your sister was a big la law fan for naming, could, maybe or major league <laughs> yeah corbin burnson yeah <laughs> uh yeah i guess so. i could have i i could have she could have went with that maybe i i think you know the catcher really is like the the backbone of the team Oh, he's not the catcher, though. Oh, no, he's... What, is he third baseman?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's Jake real, Taylor, he, baby. Jake Taylor, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: No, Jake Taylor's the catcher.
1: Yeah. Roger Dorn. Roger Dorn. You said he's the catcher, the backbone on the team. Yeah. Yeah, Jake... You know, I'm talking about Corbin Burnson. And he's, he's Roger Dorn? Yeah, he's the, like the third baseman.
2: Oh, okay. I was mixing up them.
1: Yes, all right. So Roger What's Jake Taylor's name? I don't Tom, know, I fucking remember. Tom Berenger. No, that's...
3: Sure. And Tom Bergeron? Tom Bergeron is the, <laughs> the <laughs> hockey player. That's Pierre Turgeon <laughs>
1: That guy's hosting. Well, I thought he was hosting um Dancing with the Stars. There you go.
2: <laughs> nice. Um, trivia,
1: baby. trivia podcast, too. Trivia
2: podcast. Um, oh, Corbin Burnson was also in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's a good movie.
1: Um to the list. Yeah. And uh training day. Was
2: he? No, that was Tom Berenger. Fuck him. Damn it. We're mixing them up. <laughs> Training Day. Great movie. Do you, Benny, you ever see that? I have seen that. All right, good. So we, Thank God. Uh, we can only watch that for, for our own purposes. Um, so Watch, let's get a quick rating and then we'll get to that email because I'm curious. You know, I know you guys said pleasantly surprised, but I'm curious where this is going to land on the scale. Uh, Benny, why don't you go first?
3: So, I think I enjoyed this movie more than Almost Famous. Oh. Uh, but I'm actually going to give it a lower score because I think o- Almost Famous overall, you know, if I'm a critic, I'm going to say it was a better movie. Fair. Um, So, I'm going to give it a 6.8. Okay. I enjoyed it. There were a few things that took me out of it. Like, you know, I feel like the costumes were sick. Shout out Jean-Paul Gaultier. That's right. But, th- but then, the like... Milk. The fucking aliens looked like that immediately took me out in the beginning. Like the big fat, like animatronic. Like, what do you like? What was the whole point of the aliens at the beginning? Like they couldn't come up with anything better than that. Um. So, like, I just thought that there were, you know, we talked about the plot. Some of those things that took me out of it. So, you know, if I'm giving it a grade, I give it a 6.8. But I did enjoy it.
1: Fair. Probably. I have to agree with everything Benny said. I did enjoy this more than Almost Famous, but I think Almost Famous as a movie as a whole, written, directed, acted, I don't know, but I thought it was, you know, overall better as a whole, but I've thoroughly enjoyed this more than Almost Famous. Um I forgot what I gave Almost Famous. I don't want I, was, I
2: think like 7.6 maybe. Something yeah, so, in there.
1: Yeah, those those first that I almost changed, like turned the movie off when those those big aliens came on the screen, <laughs> and, and he and he couldn't get you know couldn't
3: get past that closed door and it was closing when he waddled through it. Yeah, that was but of, uh was, yeah you can f- zip across the universe, but then like you can't like you're bot like you, there's nothing like, you could do. <laughs> save me! And I was like, but
1: <laughs> uh, I'll have to give it a seven point seven. I'm gonna Ooh. keep. I'm gonna keep it with the IMDb scale. I'm gonna separate the two movies: one sci-fi, one's, you know, a drama with almost famous. So I'm I'm gonna give it a seven point seven. There's not a lot of movies that hit me with the eights, but this was pretty good. So I think seven, 7. like IMDb was seven point seven. I think Rotten Tomatoes was in the seventy percent tile. So
2: yeah, IMDb seven point six. Rotten Tomatoes seventy one.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna go seven point seven. I, I I enjoyed it, and I'm taking it as a sci-fi movie, and I'll and I'll rate it on my sci-fi scale.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, uh, I read a uh, quite a bit about um, the movie and like the response and reactions and stuff like that, and it was basically like every critic or every review you either loved it or hated it. Um, I'm gonna go quite a bit higher. Um, Because of how much I love this movie, I fully realize that it is not a cinematic tour de force like, you know, some of the other movies that we've probably discussed. Um, But I personally absolutely love it. So I'm going 9.1. Wow. Wow. I fucking love this movie. Um, But all the things you're saying are accurate. Like, you know, there's definitely some things that are not great about it but just overall it makes me very happy um so before we get into some other things we did get an email i was i was to be honest i was also begging my wife to send an email because i wanted (laughs) her to trash it because she fucking hates this movie but uh, did she
3: watch it with you this time No,
2: I absolutely I I was like, I was like, can we watch Fifth Element? She's like, you can watch Fifth Element. (laughs) So actually, it's funny. This was the first time that I ever used my AirPods to watch a movie on my TV. Mm -hmm. It was
3: delightful. Dude, we had, um, you know, obviously I talked a little bit last week about the the surround sound and the new TV that I got. Mm -hmm. This movie was the first one that I saw both the Dolby Vision and the Dolby Atmos sound pop up mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Yeah. Like, right from the beginning, like the sound was all around us and it was just had to the only bummer about that is a lot of time with those movies, you, you're constantly going up and down with the volume, but it was cool. It was really cool.
2: I fucking hate that because the the vocal track is so low and the action is like so loud. It's so annoying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we did get a email from my brother, Tyler. And he says, what up, boys? Or actually, he said, let's be accurate here. What's up, boys? That sounds more formal. <laughs> uh, like what you guys are doing regarding watching old films. And oh, boy, you picked a doozy this week. This film is near and dear to my heart, as I quote it regularly. Easily in my top 30 movies of all time. And on the rewatchability scale, this movie is near Shawshank level. Wow, that's very high praise wow funny we are going to go over this movie today as the highlight of my fifth element watching career was exactly six years ago when jamie and myself were in denver for her birthday shout out to her birthday happy birthday wifey happy birthday happy birthday (laughs) anywho while in denver we wanted to go red rocks amphitheater as no as it is known to be a world-renowned venue unfortunately no musical acts were playing that weekend but they were having a movie on the rocks night. As luck would have it, they were playing Fifth Element, a movie that Jamie had never seen. Imagine your virgin Fifth Element experience being at the Red Rocks Amphitheater. That would be like popping your cherry to, I don't know, Jesus, those abs, (laughs) am I right? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You should have seen this place when we arrived. It was packed out and tons of cosplay, lots and lots of Lelous. This should probably speak to the cult following this movie has, and I totally understand why. We're talking Chris Tucker as Ruby Rod, killing it. Bruce Willis in his second best role behind Die Hard, in my opinion, and Gary Oldman and weird blue stone-filled alien operas. Come on now. (laughs) Now, coming up on the best part of the movie is the quotes. These are the top ones I use regularly in no particular order. Aziz Light! (laughs) Big bada boom. (laughs) multi-pass green super green pretty much anything Ruby Rod says actually heat we need some heat man Rasta with the blowtorches I could go on forever baby and I'm fairly certain that he is quoting Home Alone right there the angels with filthy souls you know what I'm talking about when in Home Alone 2 I believe he, he's talking about, you've been kissing everybody. Oh, yeah. And
3: he's just like, no. I could go on forever, baby. Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. I'm assuming he's quoting that. Um, so he goes on and says, As much as I love this movie, I don't know shit about where it came from or its production. If you guys are planning on including info on that, I would very much enjoy it. Later, Tyler. Well, no. later. Oh, that's true. Later. Please. Oh, an exclamation I'm sorry. Point. I'm trying to. Uh, you know, I was trying to clean it up, but you're right. We should go for accuracy. <laughs> yeah, I give it to him. He he thoroughly enjoyed writing that email. He did. He did. Um, so, yeah, Tyler, thank you so much. As usual, any support uh, that you've been giving us uh, in the past and in the future is much, much appreciated. And great uh, email. So that I think that encapsulates like a lot of my feelings. Uh, You know, it's just a movie that we grew up with and we still love. Um. Oh, any thoughts on Tyler's
3: email? Yeah, I had a few because, like, I love that, let alone the fact that they saw it at Red Rocks. You yeah. know, obviously, it wasn't his first time, but I wanted to go to Red Rocks for the longest time because, A, it just, like, looks like Mars. So <laughs> to, see, to see, like, a sci-fi movie there must have been, like, incredible. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily know, you know, well, I guess I go to the movie theater, but, like, to go see a movie with, like, a ton of people like that, like, Couple of thousand, I'm assuming. Yeah. that must have been a cool experience. True, and um, all dressed up and shit. Yeah, um, and I ha- I do have a tidbit for him. I pulled, I tried to find my most interesting one, um, for him I, the the fact that Gary Oldman was in this movie for me while I was watching it. I was like, how the fuck did he end up in this movie playing this <laughs> character? And I found out that he the only reason he was in this movie was. Uh Luke Besson helped like Besson. Yeah, Besson um helped invest in a movie that Gary Oldman was doing. Yep. So he felt like he owed him a favor. So Gary Oldman didn't even write yeah uh, read the script. He just said he was gonna do it. And he like yeah. I-, I don't necessarily know if he hates it, but like he's definitely not proud of it. And it's just like it's wild to him that it became like a cult classic.
2: Yeah, he said uh, in like 2014, someone asked him about it and he was just like, yeah, I don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the exact quote was, but it was yeah, something along those lines. He's not proud of it or something like that. Which
3: leads me to believe that, like, you know, maybe every couple of weeks he's having Gary Oldman night at Gary Oldman's house and just watching his old flicks.
2: Yeah, right. Does <laughs> Do you think if you were an actor, would you watch your movies? I I have a feeling I know the answer for both of you. I'm gonna say, Robbie, yes; Benny, no.
3: Um, I, I would at least watch it once. Okay, I, I'd want to see how it turns out. Um, you know, I do listen back to the, to the podcast, so yeah, I would. I'd want to. Okay. I heavily be critiquing myself the whole entire time. Oh yeah, why are you standing like that? Video? You shit. Yeah. But uh, I want to see how they made me look good with the mo- the movie magic.
1: Robbie,
2: would you? Oh, I want to know why you said I would. I, don't know, I just think that you would want to critique the hell out of yourself. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: I'd find fault in everything I did, so I'm, I, like,
2: I would do the same thing. I would be I, like, "Oh, yeah. you look like you fucking look fat there." <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: there is nobody that is harder on themselves than me. So yeah, I would be critiquing for. I have notes
2: filled up with, all over the place. But I also think maybe you might not watch it because you're like, I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch that because I'll just fucking Go nuts.
3: <laughs> probably
1: less, but I spent I'd watch it up like 30 to 40 hours of it just fucking going ballistic.
3: <laughs> I would also probably say to people that I'm not gonna watch it, so that's probably why you're right, but Could I would be. watch it. <laughs> You'd watch it secretly.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh um, so a, a couple things uh to know because I know Tyler had asked for some production notes, and one of the things I was gonna bring up was that thing about Gary Oldman, but quickly, uh Luc Besson started writing this movie when he was 16. It came out when he was 38. So oh, wow. there's hope for us all. Um <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, it was originally supposed to um, potentially be a trilogy or at least have a sequel, but it did not do that great uh, box office wise in the United States. And in 97, that was a big deal. But uh, globally, it did really well it was it cost about 90 million and which was the highest uh or the most costly non-american film up to that date um and it made something like almost 300 million worldwide this was maybe before uh home video sales and whatever um and uh i think that was it maybe i'll drop there's all the tidbits but i'll drop them in as we go along um so Let's talk about favorite characters, unless anyone has any like overall things that they want to talk about first.
3: I did want to mention, I forgot to bring it up like yeah. this. You know, this was kind of one of the things that I don't like about movies, and I'm glad that it's changing now. Yeah. Um, But the ending where, I, you know, the, 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 the two fall in love. And, you know, have, I don't know, God, God babies or whatever. So I'm kind of glad that we've gotten away from, you know, every movie feeling like it needs to end with, you know, the two main the characters. guy gets a girl. Huh? Yeah, the two main characters fall in love after going through a tough mm-hmm. time together. Um, but I did kind of notice, too, and I saw someone pointed out online, I enjoyed the fact that um, Corbin and Zorg never interact. The, never meet the, once. Yeah, and it's the, you know, obviously they have a couple of close calls, but that was one of the coolest things I thought about the movie.
2: Yeah, and technically Corbin worked for Zorg. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, cuz he yeah. Was, could have been one of the people that he got laid off. Yep, he was. You are fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk a little bit about favorite characters and I would I would love it if Robbie went first. Robbie. Me, me too. Please tell us your favorite character of this movie.
1: Sure. I was just looking at some facts, but. Uh,
2: oh, all right. You want to spit any out at us? Elizabeth
1: Berkeley auditioned for the role of Lelou, but after ah. show, Showgirls, they were like, no, thank you. <laughs> That's
2: true. You know who almost was Ruby Rod? Prince. Jamie
1: Foxx. That's
3: right.
2: Oh. And Jamie Foxx, both.
3: And Prince, I, Prince took himself way too seriously to yeah. ever do that.
0: Yeah.
3: And I think uh, I thought
1: this was Mila Jovovich's first uh, movie, but it's not. It was Days and
2: Confused, right? I just nope. read that. So. Did you guys see Days and Confused? I have. Nope. No, I knew Benny wouldn't have. Loved it. Great film. Really fantastic.
1: Um, My favorite character? Yes, please. None other than Ruby Rod. You fuck. Oh, wow. <laughs> you fuck. Why, that was a surprise, Ben. Huh? Sorry. It was. I thought you were going to steal my draft pick. But I'm happy, though. No, no, no. I, even though I do enjoy uh, who I think you're going to pick very much in this movie, I love Chris Tucker in this movie. Uh, I'm going to go out on the limb and say this was my favorite Chris Tucker performance of all time. Nice. Better than uh, Smokey and Friday and better than his um, Rush Hour. Rush Hour.
3: I agree. It was, it was just cool to see him, like, obviously you have a ton of fun. Like, I'm sure he had a ton of fun with that. Yeah. Did you see that tidbit about Bruce Willis, like saying, like, this could end your career to him? I didn't see that. He did yeah, it, so, but... Supposedly, like at some point, one point during the movie, he's like, I-, I wish I had saved it. But he was like, you know, what are you doing? Like, this is this could be a career ender for you. And and Chris Tucker said, like, you did not even have time to think. Like, uh, Luke Besson just said. Action and he just kept going on with it and like kind (laughs) of put it out of his mind. So I I like that you picked him.
2: He buzzed him off.
3: Yeah, yeah. I
1: I mean, honestly, and it kind of makes me not sad, but it kind of makes me upset that there's not a lot more Chris Tucker. Like he just like faded off the into the sunset and just like never acted again. I know he's in that movie Air. I don't think he has a really big part in it, but
2: not a big part. But he was good in it.
1: But he he was absolutely fantastic in this movie i didn't think i was gonna like him i thought it was gonna be over the top but he made me laugh so many times in this movie and let me tell you something right now that guy fucking is a munchbox machine (laughs) (laughs) i want one position i want all positions (laughs) i mean what he can do with his tongue down below on, on the fucking spaceship i mean good for him ruby rod so yeah um i thought he was a plus man he was he was a tour de force through this entire movie. And I wasn't going into, I was going into it thinking that Gary Oldman was going to be my favorite character. And I was not thinking I was going to come out of here and think that I love Chris, Chris Tucker the most at anybody in this movie.
3: I wonder too, if he's like one of those guys where he like, he made his money and is like, I'm good. Yeah. Like probably. I don't, I don't need to act in a million movies. Like I made my money. I can do what I want from now on. So
2: he is going to be in rush hour four coming out soon.
3: sounds like he had ran on some hard times with the taxes. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My favorite character, you know, obviously for me, was Gary Oldman as Zorg. Um, Just everything about his character should not have worked. Gary Oldman in this role should not have worked. The weird Southern accent should not have worked. The outfits should not have worked. (laughs) He just, I don't know, man. Like he just everything about it. I guess he's just one of those guys, man, who could just pick out, you know, I was thinking too, Robbie, when you mentioned uh, him and Batman, like the two opposites of those two roles, it just goes to show you like how good of an actor he is. And like I said, man, that scene where he is teaching them how to use the gun. I loved it. You know, that was, like I said, that was when I got sucked into the movie because I was invested in his character and, you know, Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis. Mila doesn't speak. Um, you know, you're not getting much from Cornelius. I, I didn't like some of the uh, military people. I'm sure we'll get into that more in a little bit. But Gary Oldman, to me, just killed it. And, you know, I wish there was more of him, but it was probably the perfect amount. And even that scene where he's in the office with Cornelius was such a cool scene. And just the way that whole situation got turned on him and he even you know gave cornelius props for saving his life i just thought there was for such a weird character there was depth to it from him and i just you know i can't say enough about it
1: yeah if you think that um this was like kind of an outlandish character for him he goes above and beyond in true romance Oh yeah, the, the character he plays in True Romance—it's like it's—you wouldn't even believe that that was actually Gary Oldman,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. like it, yeah, if you're thinking that that um, Jean Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg is Fantastic a complete name. opposite of um, Commissioner Gordon, the character—and I forget his name—he plays in True Romance is even more polar opposite than than Gordon. It's crazy. It's it's so good. That's a great movie.
3: Might have to add it to the list.
2: Yeah, do it. Um, so I mean, obviously, you guys both took my favorite characters because you're a bunch of fucks. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta um, let you go
3: first next week. that's nah,
2: all right. Um I love a lot of the characters in this in this movie. Um, you're right that uh Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis, but I'm gonna go with Corbin Dallas just because. Um, you know when I first saw this movie I loved him he was you know the action hero and he was so cool and I you know like again shout out to uh and Robbie please correct me if I'm saying this wrong but Jean Paul Gaultier Jean Paul right? Gaultier yes yeah the costumes and the, the clothing that all of them wear I was just like enthralled like so cool Um, even Bruce Willis wearing the fucking like half a tux with like the gauze on his arms like yeah Just fucking cool. And um, so I'm going to go with him. Although if I had first pick, I probably would have said Ruby Rod. Then Gary Oldman.
3: I'm really surprised by
2: that. I fucking love Ruby Rod. I love Chris Tucker in this movie. He's just such a good, funny character. And like, he's one of those characters where it's like weird that he becomes part of the group. Yeah. And like normally he'd just be like funny side character see you later when things really when shit hits the fan <laughs> you know like he could have easily just been like the deaf actor who threw the billiard balls at bruce willis like just like all right see you later the ship's gonna yeah. blow up we gotta go save the world but he stayed with them and it just added even that much more
3: uh yeah so and i enjoyed him for sure um yeah. and, and even to the you know when i said bruce willis is being bruce willis that doesn't necessarily mean i think
2: no, it's it not a bad, bad thing.
3: thing. But yeah, he, I thought he, you know, I don't, I have a hard time, spoiler alert for later on, seeing a Matt Damon play his character. Oh, boy. So, you know, I thought yeah. Bruce, you know, Bruce Willis was good for this movie. No, nah, he yeah, was. It's a Bruce, he just, it's just
1: Bruce delivering the same lines like he delivers in every movie with that Man. monotone. Come on to the coast, we'll get together, have a few laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> Zed's dead, baby. Like, all that shit. It's just, that's just Bruce Willis being Bruce Willis. So yeah. I know what to expect when Bruce comes on the screen.
3: Can yeah. I give an Ani Minch? Please. I do want to give an Ani Minch to Ian Holm as Cornelius. Love like, the video Cornelius. Especially yeah. when he first came on. I was like, all right, whatever. This guy's kind of. But as the movie went on, like, he had a lot of funny parts. You know, I thought he was. He's so, He looks so familiar to me. And obviously, like, I'm a terrible. He was um Bilbo Baggins, right? Yeah, Sir Ian Holm. Okay. Yeah. So, I I just I thought he was really good for I guess a quote unquote small part, but I thought he played his role great too.
2: Uh yeah. Well, I I was when I was thinking like, should I go with Bruce Willis? I was almost gonna pick Vito Cornelius.
1: Well, can I get Ani Mench, please? As Zorg's um, uh, pet elephant who took a cherry <laughs> to the face. <laughs> Shout out to him because who wouldn't want to have a little pet elephant? And then when he's he's got him uh, around his shoulder. Towards the end of the movie, I mean, fantastic.
3: Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to, till I uh, hears this too and tells me about seventy nine other movies with Ian Holm. Oh yeah,
1: I thought he was um, the maester in uh, Game of Thrones, but I guess not the the uh, the crazy maester, the crazy maester. Oh, one, the, um, the one who brings back uh,
2: the sparrow, High Sparrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, not you're talking about Kyburn.
1: Kyburn. Oh, yeah, who yes, brings yes, back yes, the yes. mountain? I thought he was, but and it brings it, yeah,
2: yeah. But I guess no, that's, that's not him. I forget yeah. who that is. Stupid. Um, that's, hey, that's okay, Robbie. Thank I you. We'll support you. I appreciate that. Um, loved a lot of the side characters, just like, especially the randos. Like, I don't know, like the the divas. Like, boy, like when he's just like, he's like talking to the guy. Even that guy was funny. The steward who couldn't talk. You know uh, you, you know
1: where where he's from right
2: he's from uh so, half baked no 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 wait what's his name is um fuck, what's his name are you
3: talking about the captain guy that was like in the negotiation when we're it was, sending
2: somebody to
1: negotiate <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that
3: guy <laughs> he's huh. uh what's the He's something, he's something about married a guy with that fake yes, yes. The <laughs> fake, yeah 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 the <laughs>
2: fake uh fake um paralysis yeah yeah, yeah, he's like a comedian. I think
0: we're sending someone in <laughs> to negotiate.
2: Oh, good. Um, Lee Evans—that's his name.
1: The receiver from the Buffalo Bills.
2: That's right. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, just a lot of I. I love the, um, some of the military people. Like they just added a lot of fun. The president, I mean, fucking tiny, loved it. He was so. It was so weird to see him in that role, but it was still good. I don't know. That's gonna be your least favorite. So (laughs) let's move on to least favorite characters. Robbie, would you like to go first? Yes, of course. (laughs) Please.
1: Well, Ryan, my least favorite character is the president because he fucking sucked. Really? <laughs> Every five seconds he was on the screen. I wanted to fucking kick myself in the dick because he is one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> he was so unbel unbelievable. Not unbelievable, but he was not even believable as the president. I hated him, his stupid fucking lazy eye. I hated everything about him in this movie. I never want to see him again. Rest in peace to Tiny Lester. I'm sorry, but yeah, March has a good. Name. I loved him in Friday because he played a fucking what he what he's supposed to play, just a, a bully. fucking bully, not the president of the fucking United States <laughs> of Zorg, trying to <laughs> fucking save the planet. That's not him. So, Tiny Lester, I loved you in Friday, loved you in No Holds Barred with uh, Hulk Hogan, but you are my least favorite character. You brought nothing to the table no depth no emotional no <laughs> you brought nothing to the table
2: i thought he was good as like a just a bland-ass politician true yeah but to be fair corbin's mom on the phone was better than him
3: yeah benny well you know i was i was furiously looking through the cast list to find somebody to pick after robbie stole my pick but you know what? I'm doubling down, and I'm saying that uh, full legal name, Tim Tom Lister Jr. as President Lindbergh, go absolutely fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, dude, it was just every single line was delivered the exact same Thank way, you. except at the end when he was uh, on the phone with Corbin's mom. That I actually like. He actually did play that, play that off well, so I will give him credit for that. You can't Um, be the president because
2: the president is an idiot. You don't sound (laughs) like an idiot.
3: Yeah, Uh, Fully appreciate the man, like Robbie said, uh, one of the goats of Friday. Um, But man, he like his reactions in the the first scene was, again, one of those reasons why I was like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this movie because it was just so bad. Um, I and, you know, again, I went in with an open mind. I was like, let me just get through this. But. I just don't understand why, like, you filmed all these scenes with him. Did you take a second take? Did you did he get any notes? Were they too afraid to be like, hey man, emote a little bit? Like, what happened? I need to know the behind the scenes on like, did they only have him for like 40 minutes and he had to just bang out all his lines and get out of there? What happened with this man? I'm that's sorry. I'm, it just it just wasn't it for me. That's
1: what I'm saying. You casted everybody pretty much fantastic, perfect. And then Tiny comes in. And he's like, oh, man, we're going (laughs) to die. They're like, that's it. This is the fucking guy. This is my president. I
3: I have I have doubts.
1: Yeah, uh, (laughs) I don't. don't. (laughs) He stunk. I don't know what the casting couch was thinking.
2: Um, Yeah, that was a horrible, horrible choice. Uh,
3: I want it on record that I disagree (laughs) with both of you. But before you say your piece, I'm only saying this because he's dead and he's not going to come beat the shit out of me for saying this. That's he, he might he might come His and snatch, might come snatch that he might snatch that chain off of you. <laughs>
0: uh
2: um I'm gonna say that my least favorite character and was gonna pick Luke Perry, but too. I'm actually gonna pick the diva because for some reason that dance that she does just pisses me off. And you sent it as a gif uh in the group chat, the fucking.
0: <laughs>
2: like i just it just doesn't i don't know it's so stupid but i still i still love the movie i still love her but that dance stinks and then the whole idea that the stones are in and inside her, like what was she gonna do if she didn't get shot like have yeah. them cut her open
3: like i, I don't know oh, maybe she was waiting to pass them naturally if you know what i'm saying <laughs> could be true true <laughs>
2: Yeah, maybe I uh, could have. Maybe, maybe uh, Corbin would have had to get in them guts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, or no, better yet, Ruby. He knew Ooh. what he was doing.
3: Yeah, yeah boy, was a he machine. I was gonna say he would have got him out with his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, um, I have a little ahead. bit of an ani mensch, please, and it, it's somebody that redeemed themselves, and it was uh, Brian Johnson as General Monroe. At the beginning, I was like, I don't I don't like this guy. And then he had comes off like, as a dick. He comes off as a dick. I didn't like the comment that he made about like taking a picture of Lilu when she was uh you know doing her contortions in the thing at the, in the records. beginning. Yeah, for the records. Thought it was just a little horn dog of him. Uh but you know, everything after that, he kind of played like a little bit of a, a goofy guy. And and I, I came to, I came around on him. So he went from the depths to up in the rankings for me. Fair. Um,
2: no, that's listen, you're allowed to pick whoever you want. Um, I'd also just really quick, I want to go back because I'm a piece of shit. my only mensch for favorite character is obviously Lelou. Love her. Um, great, great job by Milan Jovovich. Um, and just the character itself, I know she doesn't say a lot, but perfect. I don't know, I just love it.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, that's you know, it's like the <clears throat> Tom Hanks and Castaway where you don't have to say anything sometimes and yeah. and you're you know you're doing the job yeah the old yeah, she... go ahead oh, go
2: ahead I was just gonna say the old chivroy school of acting
3: yeah
0: <laughs> it's
1: giving looks she was great in um the beginning scene when you first when you first kind of meet her just in yeah. that little glass enclosed case yeah. she wasn't thing, but the way she was
2: acting I thought it was fantastic I thought she was very good yeah very good um so moving on what was your favorite scene? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, go. Please, uh, go first.
3: Only because I've been mentioning it off and on this whole podcast so far, but it was uh, the Gary Oldman explaining the weapon to the aliens. But even more, even more with that was that was the first taste of the like the plot with the stones weren't in the right. case. And I liked how they cut it between them and Lelou and Cornelius and explain, you know, like, how did this happen? Or like, where are they? And, you know, they would cut back to her and yeah. Cornelius. And I they just do that, that
2: a lot in this movie.
3: Yeah. And I enjoy that. That's like one of the things where I mean, sometimes it can come off as cheesy or forced or something like that. But I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Um, you know, like I said, we got Gary Oldman at his best. Um, you get Lilu kind of expanding her character a little bit and um, becoming more of a, a you know, I guess a player in, in the story. So for me, that was it. Love it. Robbie.
1: Um I guess I guess I can say my favorite scene obviously would, would be the the ending, the the kind of shootout. Love that, but I'm gonna have to go with something because I feel like that's just a great scene in general. But I'm gonna have to go with the scene where everybody was trying to pass as Corbin and Lelou. <laughs> 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 I am Corbin Dallas. <laughs> when they were going back and forth, um, trying to get back onto the plane. I thought that was I thought that was a funny scene. I thought it was a a cool scene how they kept everybody kept on going back and forth trying to be be Corbin and Lelou and then you know I don't believe this.
2: <laughs> did his accent so that was like uh Zorg's henchman. Did his yeah. accent seem like it was like a fake English accent to you guys? He is English. That's the thing. I know that's why it's <laughs> that's so, so weird. So like weird. it's like he like like was um like I don't know accentuating it for some yeah. reason. And it just came off like fake sounding. Yeah.
0: Henchmen. Yeah
1: it was definitely weird. Fun fact <laughs> they did they didn't let him know um that there was going to be an explosion in the uh, when him and Gary Gary Oldman walked outside. So his reaction is a real reaction, and wow. it, the explosion melted some of uh, Gary Oldman's costume. Uh oh, geez. John Paul was probably upset
2: about that. John
1: Paul freaked out and he started spritzing his fucking cologne everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, that was my that was my uh, favorite scene, uh, multi pass. That was you know,
2: that was. She great. knows it's a multi pass, <laughs>
1: yeah. and uh, like. How come we can't get that technology? Where they just fucking zonkey on the plane? Give me that every oh day. I want no. it.
2: Amazing. That oh would have been god. perfect for you guys for the Philippines. Oh my oh, god, I please. need that. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene. I think it's hard to choose, but I think I'm gonna go with the our first introduction to Ruby Rod. Um, just him walking around, like, and immediately you're just like, all right, you get who this guy is. It's so funny. He's just throw, painting his pictures and throwing <laughs> champagne and like whatever. And then just um, Bruce Willis, just not giving him anything and him getting yeah. upset. And then Bruce Willis just like putting him against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> just so funny. Um, you know, I love every, every scene that he's in. Um, but, you know, a couple of, mentions like but Robbie already mentioned it. Um, Lelu in the, when we first introduced her, when they, bring it back to life using future technology
3: 3d printing a Jace
2: yeah basically um was cool. the ending like the shootout in the in the cruise liner is cool um yeah I I mean I love a lot of scenes but those are some of my favorites
3: I love the 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 MacGyver style shootout like just all the different things he was doing to to save the day there
2: yeah, sh- shooting around Ruby yeah. Rod to get him to fall down and <laughs> yeah. throwing the thing. Yeah, so good.
1: A few Bonnie mentions. Um Please. This is more as like technology. Um, well, I loved Mila Jovich when she jumped into the air traffic, you know, and then yeah. fell down. And that was a cool scene, like bit, vi-
2: like shot, like the visuals of that. Yeah, like every um, scene in the city was cool, like the the all the flying cars and stuff. Yeah,
1: and like. What's up? Why can't I get my own personal fucking Asian delicacies just flying to my my fucking house? I would love that. I'd be getting dumplings every single day and I can have that. Yeah. Yeah. You that just so open cool. your
2: window and it's right there.
1: Yeah. And then even like you just, you know, put some spices in a little thing, put it in a microwave. And that comes a full fucking rotisserie chicken. Chicken. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> and then what else? Um Shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. Maybe I'll remember.
2: The eye makeup?
1: That was cool. The eye makeup was cool. Uh, What
3: else did I want to say? I forgot. Okay. I, I asked Aya, I was like, is, was the Chinese guy racist or no? Because I felt like it was one of those. She's She said that it wasn't as racist as it could have been. But I don't know. I felt because he was very heavily Chinese stereotype to me. That and the jamaican dudes i was like come on i was like oh geez <laughs> smoking weed listening to reggae with the jamaican accent it's three thousand years into the future or whatever and these guys still can't kick the accent yeah and it's funny those parasites remember those um
2: when we were kids it was those balls with like the spikes on them that would shake yeah yeah yeah. that was them they just like dressed them up a little that's all that's hilarious
0: nice. yeah.
1: and even like uh what's that They even like a little what's that mechanical uh, vacuum that you uh, that we have now the 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 Roomba. I feel didn't didn't like there was a scene with Gary Oldman when he was like all the technology. It felt like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool.
2: Look at all these little things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Supposedly that was a a cross between Ross Perot and uh, somebody else. I forgot. Yeah, cartoon character. I think Bugs Bunny. I think. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. Look at all these little things, <laughs> <laughs> um, now nah, so yeah, a lot of good scenes, a lot of good scenes. Uh, but I'm sure there's a couple scenes you didn't like. My least favorite scene, I'll go first this time because I haven't gone first yet. <laughs> yeah. My least favorite scene was the diva dancing, <laughs> <laughs> I just dislike it. I don't know why. Yeah, it's uh, like that, that scene one, overall one is good, it's just that one part
3: can't do it yeah you're like uncomfortable like all right this needs to end now yeah
2: stop it you stop
3: (laughs) i just picture you watching with your airpods on and katie just looking over during that part being like shaking her head (laughs) no i was in
2: the i I was in the other room
3: (laughs) (laughs) you got sequestered that's right she i forget
2: what she she might have been watching love is blind or something oh riveting it's, it's pretty bad yeah I'm like in and out. And I'm just like, this is terrible. But all right. So then I'll be like, wait, so did they get married? or What? <laughs> terrible. Um, who wants to go next? Robbie, you want to talk about your least favorite scene? Sure. My least favorite scene is
1: any fucking scene <laughs> With that, President <laughs> that President Lindbergh was in <laughs> and fucking uh, Luke Perry was in. So any Girl. scene that President Lindbergh, I'd rather watch scenes with Charles Lindbergh than fucking hang out with President Lindbergh. I think he's fucking trash. Uh, again, <laughs> respectfully, rest in peace to the goat. But yeah, not my fucking president, as the kids say these days.
3: <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to go four more years of President Lindbergh bashing <laughs> and, and say my, my least favorite scene again was the opening scene uh, you know, when he's assessing the threat and trying to make the decision again for like, you know, the thank God for Gary Oldman because he completely saved this movie for me. That that beginning scene with just the no emotion and I I can almost excuse it as like, you know, this is just how they are in the future. Like, you know, they're just emotionless and they're just making logical decisions. But it was clear from like Cornelius and everybody else around him that people did have actually emotions in 2023 or 20. 223 whatever the hell year it was um so the uh, the the initial scene with president Lindbergh uh almost set the movie up for disaster for me yeah i need 63. there you go i need my presidents to be believable kevin
1: <laughs> klein, kevin klein and dave give it to me um is it bill <laughs>
2: bill pullman yeah. paxton pullman
1: bill, pa- bill pullman independence day i mean that's a prez Oh um, the
2: best speech ever.
1: Oh my god. I mean, those are presidents, not fucking Mr. President. We're in fucking dire, dire straits.
3: What are we gonna do? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happened. <laughs> you know who he reminded me of? Um, Terry Cruz and Idiocracy. Really? Have you ever have yeah. you seen that movie? Oh yeah it's just it just yeah, it was just like a President of, Camacho? Yeah, it was just like the you know. The, the worst person for the job yeah. even though I mean, Camacho had character and charisma right that's what I'm gonna say he what what he had in charisma uh Lindbergh did not have but they were both not up for the job
2: respectfully disagree again but you can say you think however you want right <laughs> I'm I'm utterly shocked that i know like, so much you like Lindbergh
1: so much <laughs> being that you are an astute movie critic and an astute movie man and i know you know good acting president Lindbergh poopy on a poop stick <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, but hey i not respectfully that's your de- that's your decision and then i respect yeah, right that. i i think i mean listen it may it may be a red flag but when you're looking at things with rose colored glasses they're all the same color so
3: whatever no. I don't I don't, Listen, I'm not, I don't know I'm not I'm not mad at you just like you know like Robbie said hashtag not my press okay. <laughs>
1: Ryan is a big January
3: 6
2: guy why did you like Lindbergh so much I'm gonna I'm gonna edit this out <laughs>
3: there's gonna be beeps all over the place beep, beep. as a big beep guy
2: um I yeah I, don't, I mean he just Like, I get what you guys are saying completely. He definitely was just very, like, monotone with his delivery and stuff like that. But I didn't think it, like, took that much away. Like, I was okay with him being emotionless in that role. I I don't know. I just, I didn't care.
0: Like like
3: I said, once the movie got going, like, whatever. It just is what it is at that point. But... For the opening scene to have that, you know, after the, you know, you already had Luke Perry almost fumble in the bag. Yeah, sure. <laughs> then, you, then you, then you go to President Limberg. I was like, now nah, off to a good start, boys. Nah, no, that's true.
2: <laughs> I, I think it starts once uh, Ian Holm, once Vito Cornelius yes. starts talking. Then you're 100%. like, all right, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And then I even told, said to Robbie, like, wait till you get to Bruce Willis, and then it'll be okay. Yeah. But I mean, I like the opening scene minus Luke Perry, like the, the no scientist for sure or whatever. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aziz,
0: light. That um, was
2: good. And oh, you know that other priest I hate.
3: Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Your <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the gun down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs>
2: And he's holding the key at the spaceship like they can even see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so did we do yeah, we did leave. Okay. So in your mind, how could this movie have been better
3: for you? You Thanks. know, I don't want to be a dead horse, so I'm just gonna not say what I want to yeah, say. Yeah, recast of the president besides <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like a little less time on the setup, more time on the stuff that happened in the middle. Right. Uh, Because, you know, like I think we both kind of mentioned that the plot was a little rushed towards the end. But, you know, I'm not I'm not going to kill the movie over that. You know, it's not it's not trying to be the Godfather. It was, you know, trying to be like a funny sci fi uh action movie. And I think it delivered on that. But. Other than that, you know, to me, again, I'll go back to the aliens. Like, I wish they put the amount of detail into the aliens as they did the costumes. Because the costumes were super believable as, like, futuristic, you know, garb for all these people. Um, So I I just, the alien stuff took me out of it a little bit. Um, Yeah, those those would be my two things. Did you hate
2: the uh Mangalores they were the like shapeshifter ones as much as the robots
3: like so you're just kind of saying all the aliens were kind of like eh they could have done better with those but at least you know i appreciate it like those were fine like right. you know whatever it could have been better i wish it would it could have been better it should have been better <laughs> but i do like the fact that they were shapeshifters that was cool cuz even when you know the cgi on that stuff when they were like switching between you know their form and the Human person that, form and that like that was good that wasn't you know i didn't think it was like oh wow that's terrible cgi um so yeah i love when me...
2: gary oldman's like you look terrible
3: <laughs> yeah. Take that off. yeah uh yeah be yourself um so yeah to me that was it it was the you know the aliens and maybe the plot being a little stretched out in the middle and taken off of the front
2: robbie what about you
1: yeah, same thing. I think there's obviously some recasting with Luke Perry and uh, Tiny Tiny Lester. <laughs> I mean, but again, the same thing with Benny. Like, I thought that it, it was slow to develop in the beginning. The aliens made it pretty n- not believable in the beginning. That kind of threw me off. And I was like, this is fucking corny. I expected, like, more scarier aliens. I didn't expect just, like, Walter Hudson to walk in there and wobble around town. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, then I felt like, I just felt, I really did feel like, the end of the movie was a little rushed um obviously you know i felt like the, like gary oldman you know i like his death scene that felt rushed as well like he just came in there came back and then it's like he was in there for like three seconds and then he he they wind up blowing up the, sh- the
2: ship and everything so i thought that was kind of rushed um i, I kind of love that scene because it was like He stops it with five seconds and then the other the mangler turns it five seconds. It's like another one of those like time things in the movie that it like different characters are doing the same thing within the same time frame. But I I mean I know what you're saying. It was like quick. All of a sudden he was just like, All right, see you later.
1: No, yeah. I love that. Like how that happened and how he died. But I just felt like it was like super quick. That scene was very, very quick. I understand, but I could I could have given give me more of like a, a death monologue, knowing that he's gonna, you know, but obviously he didn't really know he was gonna die in only five seconds, so that was pretty stupid of me to even say that. But uh yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, just the, the quickness of the the ending, the uh, slow moving pace in the beginning and the aliens and you know recasting.
2: But other than that, I thought it was good. I love that with when they first see the bomb on the door, and uh Ian Holmes like it 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 and R- <laughs> yeah. Ruby, Ruby Rods just like no 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 It was a bomb all these yeah. ships have bomb detectors and then <laughs> yeah. it just goes off yeah <laughs> so good um I think I agree with you guys like maybe they could have um condensed some of the middle parts a little or or stretched out the ending a little more I think may- and it's hard to say but maybe if the end was like they almost like Kind of like stuck it in where it was like Lilu all of a sudden was like humans are bad because of war and things like that, and then like what's worth saving? And they're like, yeah. oh, of course, love. You know, it's it's a very tropey ending, but I mean, I still love it. Um, but maybe if there was, and and I'm not smart enough to come up with a better ending, but like something different like worth saving you know leela thinking humanity's worth saving for i don't know babies and puppies or something yeah um but you know overall it's it's not a a heavy movie it's just like a fun sci-fi romp um so i'm not sure if you did that much to it if it would still have the same like campiness even though you know some people might see that as corny like i loved it so
3: Well, that's Uh what I appreciated it too. Like it wasn't, it didn't take, take itself so seriously as a sci-fi movie. Like there were funny parts to it There, you know, there was action to it. Like I, I liked that it wasn't straightforward in that sense. Like while there were a lot of tropes and stuff like that, I mean, a tropes are tropes for a reason, right? Like they work that, you know, they help people love it. Um, But, you know, I, like I said, you know, I just, I like that it wasn't a shame to do comedy and, <clears throat> even use Bruce Willis for the for the action stuff. I did like the the Gary Oldman death scene. I agree felt rushed, but like I liked, you know, that, you know, we talked about in the beginning with his scene with Lilu where they're going back and forth. That was kind of like a mirror of that. And, you know, it's just the perfect end for him, too, in a way where he just, you know, he he thinks that he's so smart and, you know, he just gets fucked over in the end.
2: It's kind of like the scene with him and Ian Holm where he's just like all this power. Yeah, this money and you're taken down by a cherry and he's just all this stuff and he's just taken down by some Miranda you know the the thugs he hired to do this and like how about you know you're probably in this 2263 you're probably a quadrillionaire or something with like the biggest company in the world maybe bring a few henchmen with you (laughs) like instead of just like going by yourself in a ship I don't know um but yeah no i don't don't know if we you could really make it much better without taking away some of its charm but i don't know
3: maybe i mean i just i keep going back to man the aliens in the beginning like you're (laughs) you're supposed to be these aliens that are you know the yeah exactly the caretakers you're so advanced that you know you're you could do all these things but you know, a light job door is, gets you. Is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is outside of your <laughs> capabilities. I mean, I guess maybe where they're from, you know, they, you know, they're eating happy meals all day and they don't have to worry about jogging. But, you know, that was I'm trying to think of what it reminded me of. But whatever. and also go.
2: why wasn't that robot like in the door when they opened it?
3: Well, yeah. Well, was he supposed to be there? I have no idea. Or like
2: it's- couldn't he have like stuck the key out and then the priest could have just opened? <laughs> yeah, that's what I
0: thought. Well, no, like, Jim, yeah, you got a crushed arm, but. <laughs> yeah.
2: But the you, can't overcome you can't overcome the broken arm. Yeah, that's it. It's over. <laughs> well, you can't eat anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's definitely, there's plot holes, but. Um, Try not to I try not to think about those. No, whatever. Yeah, Yeah.
3: like it's not it didn't ruin the movie.
2: No, no, no. Um, one before I forget one other thing I want to mention because I say it all the time to everyone and myself in my own head is the robot bartender, you want some more. I say that
3: (laughs) all the time. That and Cornelius unloading to him, and he's like, you know, (laughs) just human stuff, right? Human nature, whatever. He's like, you understand, right? He's like, no. oh man and his
2: little cornelius's little um david his little like
3: apprentice yeah it's so funny he's just
2: uh i thought he was gonna kill me
3: <laughs> i will say too man shout out to all the people in the movie that cut their hair ridiculously right to in this movie and then had to live with it for i guess a couple months while it grew out
2: yeah uh fun fact uh they were dying Mila Jovovich's hair that orange, and they had to stop because her hair was like dying.
3: Yeah, it was like. bro so they had off.
2: to make a wig and use that for the rest of the movie. Jeez, yeah.
3: That indoor, I saw a thing too. That indoor explosion was the biggest indoor explosion at the time. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Um. So, is there anything else that we need to bring up about this movie that we didn't talk about already? I think so. All right. Because it's now time to play America's fastest and most popular game. <laughs> fastest growing, most popular. And what are we calling this? A young Matt Damon?
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. Oh,
3: how would Matt Damon make this movie better? We call it g- good. Uh, scratch name right now is good Matt hunting. Okay. <laughs> I Love it. <laughs> um,
2: so... Could the casting Of a young Matt Damon Have made this movie better Benny thoughts
3: Oh baby Young Matt Damon We're in the future think about this we're in the future We've evolved past the need for geriatric Politicians so a young (laughs) Matt Damon is elected president And handles This situation with charisma With charm With dashing good looks Maybe he threw in a few jokes as president Maybe Maybe he was the Obama of the 2020, what is it? 2263. The 2260s, all right? Matt Damon (laughs) for president, and that's the bottom line.
1: Robbie? Well, Benny stole it, but I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Matt Damon, that handsome fuck, would bring so much charisma, pizzazz, as President Lindbergh and I would need him in my life because he would just know how to do it. He would, the emotion, the charisma. I mean, I can already see his slogan, President Lindbergh, 26, 23, it's not your fault. That's the fucking <laughs> slogan I need. <laughs> All I'm saying is Matt Damon would crush this role as President Lindbergh and would take this movie into the stratosphere. So Matt Damon, <clears throat> a young Matt Damon, handsome, Blonde hair, blue eyes, just oozing machismo on the screen
2: as President Lindbergh. Was that a Wolf or Wall Street reference? Into the
0: stratosphere. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I didn't even think of that. But uh, I hate that it. part. Lindbergh Lindberg 2260. I had a doubt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. Like I don't think he would be good in like any of the like major roles but maybe as as David he could be like a, a like a little bit more confident and like knowledgeable yeah. assistant um he, you know I don't know get I I don't I wouldn't recast him as the although he would be the, a good president <laughs> young charismatic virile love
3: it I was almost gonna go too I mean he... Matt Damon as Lilu because oh, you know, he's got the looks. No, please. True. He's got the looks. Imagine please. him in that outfit. <laughs> yeah, please.
2: My dashing, goodness. dashing. <laughs> my goodness. What did you oh. think of that outfit? It was pretty awesome, wasn't it? Hey. Let's just say it made my plums move. Yeah. <laughs> also, just in general, and this is not by far not a sexist podcast or a misogynistic podcast or anything like that, but like Every single woman in this movie was an absolute model. Did you notice that? Like the flight attendants, the like the stewards, like any any other part uh, that was cast that was a woman was just like they must have went to like the fucking Cosmo photo shoot and just been like, all right, you 10 girls, you're (laughs) in a
3: movie now. Yeah, the plums are definitely readjusting themselves a few times. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's why i watched it alone <laughs>
2: how did the okay question before we start wrapping up where, where did the matt damon thing come from
3: because i think i said i wish they would have uh recasted uh william in almost famous as a young Matt Damon, a young
2: matt damon right okay well look out for more of america's fastest growing game a young Matt Damon in future episodes. Oh my God. Um, so is there anything else that we need to bring up about this movie? I feel like because I love this movie so much, I feel like I missed so many scenes and parts that I wanted to talk about. But like, you know, again, this isn't a 97 hour podcast.
3: I, but. I, fe- nothing about the movie per se. I, I do feel a little bad for you. You know, when you mention. You're watching this with like hypercritical eyes now because it is like that feeling where you know, I remember watching you know, I watched Game of Thrones because I made her rewatch, like, you right? Know, what, so I was rewatching with her, right, from the beginning. And there were so many times where you're doing that look over, like, why is she on her phone? Yeah, like, why oh, you, does like, she hate it? And you're Did like, she hate it? yeah, you're like elbowing, you're like, nudging, you're like, you gotta watch this part. No, this part's great, this yeah, part's yeah. And when it, like, you know, those parts don't land for the person you're with, it's the worst feeling. You're like, this fucking movie sucks. This show sucks. Oh, my God. I can't believe I made somebody watch this. Um, So I'll say, I mean, I know I think hopefully it's only two episodes in, though. But, like, I hope that you feel like we are going into these with an open mind and definitely, like, taking the time period that these movies were made in and not you know, being like, oh, CGI's stupid in this movie that came out 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, I, I hope you don't watch these movies with that lens and, like, you actually do enjoy them as much as you used to.
2: Uh, I still do. I mean, but I think even if I wasn't doing this, any movie you watch now, you're going to see it differently as you age. So I definitely still love it. Obviously, I gave it a 9.1. Um, I still absolutely love it, but I definitely see like I said, some of the negatives or some of the faults uh, in this movie, um, but I'll never not love it. Um, I don't know. Uh, it would take a lot for me to dislike it for some reason. Maybe if it comes out that Luc Besson or which who knows, he might be a piece of shit. We don't know these things. I think he might be actually. Yeah, I mean, he was quite old, and Milojovic was nineteen when he married her, or
3: so, or somewhere in that range. So. That's not great. <laughs> yeah. No. no. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and, then, and then one other thing I wanted to bring up. I know Robbie got uh, run through the mill by his bill. Uh-uh. So, Brian, if you're listening, and I know that you are, uh, we will be bringing back some of the old movies that got voted on. I just didn't want to overdo them. So you weren't seeing Gangs of New York every week until yes. one so we'll, we'll bring some of those movies back. You know, please, if you know you're super passionate about a movie that you want us to watch, write us an email because, you know, we n- might not necessarily vote that week. If it's something that you feel strongly about, you know, we'll do that. Um yeah. I think, for, though,
2: for those of you that suggested movies, we didn't forget about that. We're right. just trying to not like as an example, Katie, with Terminator, like we definitely want to do Terminator, but. I said we have to do both. And like we can't do Terminator one and two in the first couple episodes of this. So we'll get to it eventually.
3: Yeah, we'll do them as like a back to back. I think uh, maybe this week we bring out some heavy hitters in the poll. Please like some big ones,
2: some big ones.
3: Yeah. I mean, I I I feel bad that you both have seen Shawshank, but I feel like that one might be in contention this week. Oh, I love it. Yeah, please. Jaws, maybe Jaws beginning of summer. That's I mean,
2: it's a perfect like July fourth weekend movie. Okay.
3: Yeah. So we'll think of a good a good trio to put up there this week. Yeah. But yeah, if you have
2: suggestions, please let us know. Um, we'd you know, love to hear any suggestions. Um, or email us. Let us know what you think. What Real do we quick. miss?
3: Whatever. Go ahead. I do have something we miss, and please. I'm gonna give Robbie the floor for two oh. to forty five minutes. Oh, <laughs> if you are part of the fifty percent of the people that saw the poll and didn't vote on it, Robbie's got a few words to say to you. Oh, please, yeah, let me let me ask you a question—a serious question, honestly, a real
1: fucking serious question. If you so, if you are friends of, you know, if you follow a page and these are your friends, and you follow like, hey, these are my friends, I want to support them, right, because they're really working hard at this, and you see Put something up there, and you look at it, and you don't vote, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, because I don't really think that's a nice thing to do. Because I would support anybody that had something. Like I said in the Going Gray podcast, if you had a pottery podcast and you wanted to talk about ceramics, and you had which kiln should I buy, I'm gonna vote for which (laughs) kiln I think you should buy, and I'm gonna shout out one person. I'm gonna shout him out because I don't give a fuck. Steve from the UI podcast, you fucking messaged us about Baby Driver. We told you to fucking vote and you didn't vote. What the fuck is that about? You saw the message. Robbie oh, and I wanted to watch Baby Driver. We needed Baby Driver in our life and we, you, you, you fucked the vote and you, you, you flunked it, Steve. You flunked it, America. All I'm saying is this. I don't care how I'm coming across. We put, we're trying to put out something entertaining. We love doing it, the three of us. If you see... The fucking story. <laughs> just click A, B, or fucking C. It's so easy to do. It takes two seconds. You fucking wipe your ass longer. Grow up.
2: <laughs> I think that was the most Italian I've ever seen you. <laughs> it shaps my ass.
1: It's so easy to do. It you support like, friends. friends. I know support it's like
3: friends. It's just it's like twenty five to thirty people too. Every time you're like, come on, man, just cook, just throw a fucking joke vote out there. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: some people, when they don't know all, fi- all the films, they're just like, I don't, you know, they don't know who to vote for because they don't know which film is better. But I'm going to tell you right now, just vote on one. I don't, we don't care. Like, yeah. throw, throw the vote, you know, just pick whoever just to shake it up a little.
3: And it's a perfect opportunity for you to watch a movie with us. If you there haven't you seen it, hey, you know, watch it with us.
2: Can not you do that Apple SharePlay thing where you can watch movies together with like yeah. through FaceTime?
3: We'll get yeah, we'll get on FaceTime. I'll take my shirt off for you. What do you want? Oh my goodness.
2: <laughs> Don't <laughs> yeah. tempt me with a good time.
3: <laughs> yeah, baking nice sourdough and I'll fucking, you
1: know, I'm fucking and I'm putting you know, make it some nice little butter. Maybe something like like I said some miso butter. I will look that up and make it for you. There
3: you go. We love you though. We, you know, and we only we 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 tell you this because we love you. That's true. Yes, there's no ill will coming from it. It's jokes, but it's also, you hurt my heart. Okay? <laughs> Listen, you had to get on Anthony once, don't you? he? He learned his lesson, didn't he? Didn't he? He, he votes multiple times. He voted. So.
1: <laughs> now Steve, better start voting from burners. I don't care where you know, from the old
2: burner. I don't care. his vote. Love it. Um, so yeah, let us know. If we missed anything, send us an email for next week. We'll get that vote up. And uh, I think that's it. Robbie, tell him good night.
1: Good night, President Lindbergh. I hope they impeached your ass after the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, he saved the world. He didn't do shit.
2: He, did, he commissioned that mission. You're right.
3: <laughs> hey, Robbie, uh, when is Tiny Lester going to get that eye fixed? Oh, Come God. God. More years.
1: <laughs> Rest in peace, Tiny. <laughs> you guys <are> both stupid. <laughs>